like cute dogs? Of course you do. We have a cute dog. And we'll share pictures of her if you listen to our podcast. We are two idiots and a dog, and we talk about movies and other media. And post pictures of our dog, Kaiju. New episodes post weekly on podpage.com slash T-I-A-A-D media. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at T-I-A-A-D media and wherever fine podcasts are sold. So give us a listen. You wouldn't want to disappoint Kaiju. You're a sunflower. I think your love would be too much. Or you'd be left in the dust. Unless I stuck by ya. You're the sunflower. You're the sunflower. Every time I'm leaving on you, you don't make it easy, no. Wish I could be there for you. Give me a reason to. Oh, every time I'm walking out, I can hear you telling me to turn. recording uh did you know there's a pig voiced by john mulaney in this film there's also a spider-man voiced by nicholas cage i didn't know that either cue the music you're only given a little spark of madness followed mr carpenter what he saw couldn't have been a dream it was too real but it couldn't have been true either it was too deliciously frightful trying to catch yesterday old times are only good when you've had it Hi, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Film Spark Podcast. I am your host, Ebony, and I'm not going to lie, I have been sitting here humming the tune of Sunflower all afternoon. But alas, we're not here to talk about that song as much as I'd love to and have contemplated creating yet another podcast about music. I have not done that and I probably won't because I'm not that insane. We are here to talk about Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse. Now, quick disclaimer, I'm not an MCU fan. I'm a DC fan. And I've only just started to watch MCU films in the past probably six months other than the original Blade. That I can think of. I don't know, I always get mixed up with some of the more obscure films between the two universes because I forget who's for what comic, but anyway. And so with that being said, I'm not going to sit here and compare film by film to the MCU. I'm not going to tell you what I completely despise about the MCU and certain characters because we could be here all day and I'll probably be cancelled straight after it. So, with <laughs> that being said, uh, Spider-Man, Enter the Spider-Verse. Uh, honestly, it's probably one of the better animated films I've seen in a long time. And I'm not huge on Spider-Man, but I'm definitely becoming warmer to the Spider-Universe because out of the MCU films I've seen, the Spider-Ones are the ones that I tend to enjoy the most so far. 
um, between that and Guardians. But um, I don't know. This film is just a lot of fun. You know, introducing the new character, at least for me, once again, I, I'm not familiar with the universe, so this is all new for me. But introducing Miles Morales the way that they did, the whole dynamic, the family dynamic, the characters, how they all intertwine, is really well done. Um, it's a really good animated film, and I can see how it would appeal to both kids and adults because there are those adult themes throughout this, but obviously, you know, animation and Spider-Man appeal to kids regardless. But in saying that and talking about the animation, now, an overview, the animation is beautiful. It's its own style. I, I've, I've personally never seen it before. But with saying that, I personally had some downsides to it. And the reason why I'm specifying me personally had downsides is because this is due to my own eyesight issues. And I know this isn't the same effect on everyone. I've spoken to a few others and they didn't have this issue. But with this film, it is so bright and so fast paced that my eyes were sort of, and I almost came across like the whole thing was flickering and some parts actually gave me headaches. Um, now I get headaches watching 3D films and IMAX theater and, and all that sort of stuff too. So I don't know if it's related to that somehow uh, with the colors, but I don't know, there's just something about the way that this animation was styled and the way that this was made that I can't sit there from point A to point B without any headaches or without having to rub my eyes or look away from the screen for a bit. Now, as I said, I've spoken to other people and they haven't had that issue. And, you know, it is what it is. But if you've got sensitive eyes or maybe if you get headaches when it comes to 3D stuff, just go into this a bit weary. Um, I didn't expect it to happen and yet it did in about three different points of the film. But taking it out of it, subjectively, like it's, it's a beautiful animated film. It's really well done. And I think it's just one of those films you sort of have to see to believe. Um, you get a lot of, even Disney films these days, you know, everyone tells you you have to see it, it's beautiful, it's this and that, but there is no way to describe this animation without actually watching it because it's like three to four different types into um, woven, intertwined into one. And it's just really, really pretty. Um, the plot. Now, if we go to um, Wiki, it says, after gaining superpowers from a spider bite, duh, Miles Morales protects the city of Spider-Man. Soon he meets alternate versions of himself and gets embroiled in an epic battle to save the multiverse. Which essentially is what it is. <laughs> it's yet another person being bitten by a spider, gaining powers, and... You know the rest, as you'll hear a thousand times in this film. That is one thing. Okay, <laughs> since I've gotten to it, that is one thing throughout this film is every time that there's a new Spider-Man introduced, you get the same fucking spiel every time. It is, oh, right, let's take you back. Or oh, how does it go? It's it's like a, 
all right, rewind. I'll, sh- I'll show you my lifestyle sort of thing. And there'll be a flashback about what happened. And it's the same fucking story every time. Because every single time it's someone being bitten by a spider. And some bullshit excuse as to why they're now Spider-Man or Spider-Woman or Spider-Pig. Um, yes. I was not bullshitting at the start of this. There is a pig. It is voiced by John Mulaney. And somehow it's related to spiders, even though it wasn't bitten by a spider, it was bitten by a pig. Why is there a pig? I don't know. Why is the pig in a spider suit? I don't know. Am I going to question it for the rest of my life? Absolutely not, because it's voiced by John Mulaney, and that alone has got me sold. So, (laughs) that's neither here nor there. But this little spiel that they do is really frustrating. It's like six or seven times throughout the whole film. It's, all right, let me tell you the story. And it's like, I got bitten by a spider and you know the rest. Or you know how the rest goes. And it's like, we we don't need this. We don't need it at the start. We don't need it six times in the middle. and We don't need it at the end. And I understand the idea of a multiverse. I actually quite like the idea of a multiverse and having alternate universes and versions of people. But some of them just don't make sense. <laughs> like also known as the pig um but the i can't remember where she's from but there's almost like an anime mecha version where the mecha or the i suppose you call it a robot is controlled by the girl that is controlled by the spider but she doesn't have like powers and shit like the other ones. She just controls a robot. And I'm like, how does this, how is this even relevant? Also, they show a clip where they're all swinging through the fucking like city on the spider webs. Why does a mecha machine need fucking spider webs? Also, how does it hold it up? <laughs> like, here's this huge, God knows how heavy fucking mecha flying through the air. And I'm like, what? And the other thing that doesn't, okay, I'm probably going to be on this for a while. The other thing that doesn't make sense is it can run itself without the girl sitting in it. But when it comes to like battling and, you know, spider people versus the bad guys, she has to be in the mecha suit to control it. But it's like at that point, if that's being controlled by the spider, why is she even involved at all? Like, it just seems really redundant and just a really complex storyline that is not needed whatsoever because it adds nothing, nothing to the fucking storyline. However, there is one other character that is added to this storyline. I mean, there's a few, but in relation to my favourites, the neo-noir Spider-Man, voiced by Nicolas Cage. Wherever he goes, the wind blows. And he's my favourite thing in this whole film. He's so cliche, it is ridiculous. He's hilarious. And the fact that he's voiced by Nicolas Cage is just icing on top because it's golden. And I said to my friend while watching this, like I messaged him saying, please tell me that there is going to be a side series or a side movie based just on this Spider-Man because he is the best. And lo and behold, there will be. However... I have found nothing to state that Nicolas Cage is voicing him and if they do a different voice, I'm going to be heartbroken. Because it's just not him otherwise. It's just not him. But um, going back to the main storyline, look, here's some typical formula for an MCU film or, or a comic film in general. 
The dude gets bitten by something. He gets the powers. He doesn't know how to use the powers. In this case, it's other versions of himself come in to show him how to use the powers. There's family involved. There's always one bad guy. And the rest is history. So plot-wise, it's neither here nor there. The, the thing about this film is it's all about the animation um, and the voice actors and the voice actors. I think they did a really good job of voicing everyone across the board. But this movie, like, you're going for the animation, okay? Like, if you're a Spider-Man fan, you're staying for the, spider the fact that Spider-Man, but just take it off your bucket list. This film is fun. It's sad. It's it's comic books. <laughs> it's a bit of everything for everyone, and it's animated. So it can appeal to everyone across the board. There's not a lot I can say for me personally when it comes to an MCU film because I'm not the biggest fan of them. As I said earlier, I haven't seen a ton. I've just started watching them. There's two, I don't know what you'd call it, mini franchises within the overall universe that I'm really starting to enjoy. One I've just started watching today as the date of this recording. <laughs> um, one main one I can't fucking stand due to one particular character that I'm not going to say because I don't need pitchforks sent to me. If you want to know, then maybe just DM me somewhere because I'm not going to bring it up in an episode. <laughs> the Star Wars was iffy enough. I'm not pissing off the MCU universe fucking people at the same time. So, <laughs> look, overall this film is absolutely beautiful. It's a lot of fun. The plot's a bit eh, but seriously, I'd say for anyone, whether you're an MCU fan or not, watch this film. Um, just, just to watch the animation style. It's just something I personally have never seen before, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm actually looking forward to the sequel that's coming out soon, I think sometime this year um which i never thought i would say to be honest there's two films i'm looking forward to see within this universe one that's just recently come out and then the sequel to this one and i am honestly shocked to have even said that i've always been you know mcu is not for me and why would i want to watch this you know, I, I dabble in DC. I'm definitely more DC than MCU, but I don't know. Something about me has just started watching them and some of them I'm thoroughly enjoying. And honestly, this is one of them. Um, in saying that this is going to be a short episode because honestly, I, I don't have much more to say. It's a great film. Is it perfect? By no means is it perfect at all. But it's definitely one to watch at least once. Just to tick it off. It's just one of those must-see animated films. And for me to say that is something big. Because I really, I'm not into animated at the moment. Or recently. Um, I used to be a big animated film fan. I wouldn't care. Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks, whatever. As I've gotten older, I find, honestly, the quality has gotten really, really bad. Um everything has just gone downhill i even as a female i could not care less about the female empowerment bullshit in disney films because it's always been there people have just chosen to avoid it and to not see it so i don't really give a shit but for this 
as an MCU film from a non-MCU fan, highly recommend and definitely say that you guys should get out there and see it. So with that being said, I'm going to bring this short little episode to a close. I'm going to give it, oh, I'm going to give it a three and a half out of five, I think. I think it's definitely above the centre because I think it's above average. But I don't think it's higher than another particular MCU film that I may or may not be talking about on a later episode. I haven't decided. But in the off chance I do, um, I don't want to rate this higher than that because I don't think it is higher than that. Um, If you look at my letterbox, you can probably pick out which one I'm talking about. But with that being said, that's, that's it. Short and sweet. <laughs> Hope you guys have a fantastic day as always. Um, next episode is, 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 oh my God, what is the next episode? Ah, uh, Ebony, be more prepared. Next episode is, that is June, we're in May. Oh boy, I'm not prepared today. And I'm congested. Lucky you guys. I am doing. I know it's a Patreon pick, but who's. What film was it? It is. Uh, These final hours. (laughs) I cannot believe it took me so long to find that, and I was not prepared. These final hours, which is apparently an Australian film, which I did not know about. I think it's post-apocalyptic. Honestly, I haven't looked into it. I want to go in blind. Um, It's a Patreon pick from Carlos. Speaking of, there is a brand new Patreon series that I've just started this week, actually. Um, It is 31 days or 31 weeks of horror. I review a different horror film each week. It's a very short review. It's available for all tiers across the board. And the list of films was chosen by you guys on Twitter. So come join the fun please watch this film and you'll hear from me next week bye guys you were just listening to the film spark podcast for all your film needs and more like what you heard give us a shot follow us on spotify apple good pods and more or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod you know what just follow us on everything Check out the link tree, linktr.ee forward slash filmsparkpod. Find us, follow us, give us a shout. We always want to hear from you. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.